Hello, and welcome to the Unsung CX Heroes podcast, where we take a brief but deeper look into the practical work of a customer experience professional, someone you might not have known or heard about, but after the next 10 to 15 minutes, you certainly will. I'm Carl Cherise, the founder and principal of Horizon CX. We help organizations, both large and small, either get started along the customer-centric pathway or improve their customer service delivery by better understanding customer needs through listening to the voice of the customer, deriving insights that will help drive the business forward. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to a good friend and colleague, someone who also serves on the Horizon CX Advisory Board, Mr. Alec Dalton. Alec is the Senior Manager of Global Quality for Marriott International. Alec has a passion for exceptional guest experiences and hospitality service quality. He's a business professional. He's been recognized by Forbes for their 30 under 30 executives in hotel management. Woohoo! Is a best selling author and has worked with industry pioneers, the Ritz Carlton Hotel Company and the Walt Disney Company, in addition to Married International. He combines his enthusiasm for consumer behavior, quality improvement, employee engagement, and emerging technologies to raise the standards for service excellence. Alec, welcome to the program. Carl, thank you so much for having me and for that, uh, that wonderful introduction. I'm always excited to chat with you and to chat with all of your listeners, too. Well, thank you for being here. And um, Alec, I want to start out here by saying that, and I read this recently, that the hospitality industry has been hit particularly hard by this pandemic. And that might even be an understatement, actually. The American Hotel and Lodging Association, uh, Association recently said that America could be left with just 30% of its hotels unless it got some kind of government assistance. Now, I've personally not set foot inside of a hotel lobby since February. That's been a while, uh, let alone stayed in the guest room. So, you know, can you tell me what is Marriott and even the broader hotel industry, for that matter, doing to ensure that guests feel safe in this very high-touch environment of hotels? Thanks for that question, Carl. And you hit the nail on the head. These are incredibly challenging times for any industry, but certainly for an industry so grounded in travel and opportunities for people to move and to come together. At the end of the day, hotels are obligated to a duty of care when it comes to taking care of our guests. Beyond a very legal responsibility for the care and safety of those guests, we also have a, a truly authentic responsibility for ensuring those who stay with us feel safe and can enjoy comfortable accommodations. So while government regulations will differ around the world, and we operate hotels in uh, over 100 countries, um, 7,500 hotels to date across 30 brands, there are still some core initiatives that Marriott has undertaken to ensure the safety of our guests and associates. For example, in partnership with our new Global Cleanliness Council, um, we are maintaining a pulse as the pandemic evolves. This council consists of leading experts in cleanliness and epidemiology. We were among the first businesses, certainly in the hotel industry, to require guests and our associates or employees to wear face coverings when on premises. And we've obviously enhanced our cleaning protocol within our guest rooms, uh, as well as across the entire hotel experience to ensure that chemicals and technology used to clean rooms prevent the spread of COVID-19 to the best of our ability. 
Um, more than ever, we're encouraging the use of our Marriott Bonvoy mobile app for services such as mobile check-in or a mobile room key, dining orders, and chat requests. While we may be advocating for physical distancing between guests, we're leveraging technology to ensure that associates are always in reach to provide exceptional service. Yeah, thank you for that, Alec. Yeah, it seems technology has a real, real key, um, key opportunity to provide increasing role in the hotel industry. And so I'm thinking here or wondering regarding those personal ways that individuals have been required to act under this pandemic, and we all know what those are. Are you finding that people are willingly and enthusiastically complying with these new safety requirements? And if not, why not? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, you know, it, it, it honestly, it varies. It varies based on so many different factors um, from personal preference to political ideology, et cetera. I'll say Marriott's position is clear that when guests are staying with us, when associates are working with us in our hotels, we expect that masks be worn. Um, and uh, we're encouraging that our hotels enforce that policy uh, for the ultimately for the safety and protection of all of our guests. Um, like I said, there are lots of reasons why people may choose uh, you know, not to wear face coverings or they may choose to uh, avoid social distancing or, or balk at some of the other policies. Again, we're, we're trusting um, the science on this, uh, looking to our epidemiological partners and public health experts. And again, all with the objective, plainly, of making sure that our guests are, are safe and, and feel safe when they're with us. So I guess what you're saying is most people seem to be complying with that. They don't really give you any, any issues. I would say so, them. yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So um, now I'm thinking, you know, in addition to that and then cleaning and sanitizing the facilities, how important is it that hotels communicate their cleanliness practices? And what lessons um, can other similar businesses, let's say entertainment, retail, uh, healthcare, theaters, things like that, what can they borrow from the hotel industry to ensure that customer needs are met? You know, when I think about cleanliness, especially for brick and mortar establishments like hotels, restaurants, casinos, retail environments, um, communication about safety is almost just as important as the actual safety measures themselves. Um, there was a, a research project that I worked on recently with uh, Peter Senda, a professor at Oxford Brooks University, and Suzanne Bagnera at Boston University, and, and we studied, um, and we're continuing to study actually, the effective communication on guest perceptions of cleanliness within the hotel experience. And in uh, at least some preliminary findings that we shared with um, the, uh, the Hotel News Network, Hotel News Now, we advocate for a concept called cleanliness theater. Uh, it was a, a term coined by uh, the hotel guru, Larry Mogolansky, that harkens back to security theater, a theme that emerged around the time of 9-11. And the idea is, is quite simply that we need to be taking steps to keep our guests safe. We need to be taking steps to keep our customers secure, but we also need it to be abundantly clear and overt that we're doing all of these things. Part of it is from uh, a perception standpoint. We want customers to understand the steps that we're taking and be able to build um, confidence and have trust in our protocol 
but we also do it from a marketing standpoint. There's certain competitive advantage that can be found based on the array of safety protocols that we're taking and, and the uh, amount of risk that we're trying to abate through all of these safety protocols as well. Uh, so that communication is, is really key. And it needs to happen across the customer journey. Um, we obviously need to be communicating these cleanliness protocols before guests arrive. When they're thinking about where to stay, we would love for them to stay at Marriott versus our other competitor hotel. So we need to, to market in that sense. And then obviously when they're with us, we need to be proactive in communicating through signage or uh, through interactions with our associates so guests understand what's expected of them, what responsibilities we're going to be taking, uh, all to ensure that, that we're operating in a safe space for everybody. But communication, again, at the end of the day, is key. And it's, and it's certainly transferable to any other business as well. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Yeah, I was kind of curious as to what, what forms of communication are you using? Is it more print format? Is it written format? Is it broadcast format, email format? What kinds of, uh, of, of communication vehicles are you using for this? All of the above and then some. Uh, so we're, we're certainly communicating by email and across Marriott.com and other marketing channels. Uh, we're uh, communicating across social media. That's where we're getting quite a, a lot of traction, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook or, or other platforms. Um, we have the Marriott Bonvoy app where communication is happening about cleanliness practices and protocol. And then, of course, once you're actually in the physical experience of a hotel, if you're speaking with an associate at check-in, they'll be walking you through um, the, the steps that the hotel is taking and, again, what expectations we would have of our guests while they're with us. There's ample signage around elevators and in hallways, uh, certainly in our restaurants. And then the other key part of communication is the more covert form of communication that happens through visual cues. So we may not be telling guests with signs everywhere that they should be you know, washing their hands and using hand sanitizer as, as often as possible. But instead, what we are doing is making sure that hand sanitizer stations are conveniently placed at high touch point or, or high um, volume areas, like around the elevators or in the lobby or near restaurants, um, so that there are those subtle reminders, um, what we would call a design intervention that communicates an idea to guests without actually having to use words to necessarily do so. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of, yeah, that seems a really good way. Now, I mean, you know, obviously the personal touch is good. Like when you walk in a hotel, when there's somebody who is showing you kind of the ropes here within a hotel and with the new rules mm -hmm. entail. So I'd like to actually wrap this up with a final question, not the least important here around the emotional content of customer experience, because I think that's kind of really important as companies shift emphasis to this new touch-free digital world and experiencing that. How can companies maintain the emotional connection with their customers? That's such a great question, um, especially nowadays. Earlier, I used the term physical distancing because personally, I, I have a strong dislike for the term social distancing. We may need to be physically separated by about six feet or so uh, in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19, but that certainly doesn't mean that the social aspect and dynamic of interpersonal relations doesn't matter. If anything, the, these times may have shown how important it is to be able to develop emotional connections, especially between businesses and their customers. And so there are a couple of different ways in which we're approaching this. Uh, perhaps more so than ever before, we're doubling down on digital engagement, whether it be uh, through our websites, but primarily through the Marriott Bonvoy app, 
we're trying to create digital channels in which we can be present and available for our guests, in which we can engage with them, provide personalized service, and make sure that their needs are fulfilled. So I guess that our hotels can use the mobile app to check in. They can use the mobile app as their uh, key, essentially, and, and use that to access and unlock their hotel rooms. There are chat features. There are mobile dining options that all allow us to be able to um, be attentive and responsive to guests and also ensure a speed of fulfillment while, again, practicing physical distancing. Now, of course, on top of that, we still have associate staffing our hotels. There are guests that may not be as comfortable using cell phones uh, or, or websites. Um, there may be guests that simply prefer that human-to-human -human direct in-person interaction, and um, we're certainly here to provide that in a, as safe a manner as we can. Um, there are some tricky things that we're coping with. So it's hard to smile through a mask, for instance, and we're doing a lot of training with associates on other ways to express hospitality and positivity, whether it be with um, you know, smiling with our eyes and making sure that our, our other facial expressions are appropriately well expressive, um, or using different hand gestures um, and signals in other ways to convey um, that we're here for our guests that we're available to provide service that we still have the same hospitality even if again we've got face covering and, and some physical distance between us so it, it requires creativity but again these are the practices i just described aren't things that are specific or unique um, or, or exclusive to hotels anybody in the retail space and healthcare environments and any brick and mortar um, business can really take uh, into consideration ways to provide that digital engagement and to adapt any uh, interpersonal engagement so that we're providing safety for our guests as well as for our frontline team members. Well, that's interesting. And I was smiling as you were talking about that smiling <laughs> Good. eyes. And I was thinking to myself, too bad there wasn't a technology, maybe it will come out, uh, that allows us to actually see through a mask, a mask that would be safe uh, and it would also see through so we could see the smile because I think that's one of the big things we're missing these days here is we can't see people's expressions. But you're right, you know, you can use your eyes to uh, convey lots of things. Alec, I want to thank you for your time today and sharing those insights. And I'm sure listeners from both the hospitality industry and other industries can relate and perhaps take some of your ideas and consider them among their new best practices under pandemic conditions, which I sense will be with us for some time to come. Carl, thanks again for having me. This was a, a fun conversation. I'm glad to share some insights with you and your listeners. And it's always uh, great for, for you and I to connect uh, as well. Like I said, we're, uh, we're not social distancing by any means, even if we're physically distanced. Well, thank you so much, Alec, for your time and for sharing your valuable insights around your CX accomplishments. I hope you've all enjoyed this brief but insightful discussion from what we're calling Unsung CX Heroes. And I invite you to stay tuned for further episodes of Unsung CX Heroes by visiting the Horizon CX website listed here on the screen and subscribing to the blog series, since that will get you automatically in the queue for not only our monthly blogs, but also for our Unsung CX Heroes podcast announcements. Thank you once again, Alex, and thanks everyone for listening. <music>